Good morning. It's been two years almost to the day since Governor Terry McAuliffe, Congresswoman Barbara Comstock, and a host of other elected leaders and law enforcement got together to announce the Heroin Operations Team. Two years later, the heroin epidemic rages on, and some of these same people were back in the same room again to keep on it. For Wednesday, August 9th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. Today's Morning Minute is sponsored by Get Out Loudon. It's a new service from the Loudon Now team to help get you out of the house and to explore the county's many ways to get out. Go to getoutloudon.com for our complete calendar of concerts and events. And if you've got an event, make sure you get your dates on our list. We want to help get more people through your door and make your event a success. To stay up to date on the latest entertainment, you can also follow Get Out Loudon on Facebook or on Twitter and sign up for the weekly e-newsletter with the best stuff each weekend. It's all at getoutloudon.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Yesterday morning, Congresswoman Barbara Comstock and Sheriff Mike Chapman gathered together people from the DEA, the state police, Inova Loudoun Hospital, the Federal Office of National Drug Control Policy, the Loudoun Department of Mental Health, and two people whose lives have been touched by addiction. They were in the same room where almost exactly two years ago, Congresswoman Comstock and Sheriff Chapman were joined by Governor Terry McAuliffe in announcing the Regional Heroin Operations Team, which brought together local, state, and federal law enforcement and other government agencies like schools to combat the heroin epidemic. Some of those same agencies were back to talk about working across jurisdictions and the region to fight the disease of addiction. The sheriff's office says the average age of a heroin overdose victim is about 30 years old. They see overdoses affecting people of all ages, and many of those started down the path with some kind of prescription drug in their mid-teens. And the epidemic can affect anyone in any community. Leesburg Chief of Police Greg Brown gave the example of a police chief in New Jersey who wound up addicted to heroin and homeless. But there are still gaps in the treatment you can get in Loudoun. There are no detox or residential treatment programs in the county. Philip Erickson, Substance Abuse Program Manager for the County Department of Mental Health, said they contract with vendors outside the county, but they're not cheap, not everyone gets in, and not everyone can get there in a timely fashion. But to even get to that point, a person has usually already fallen through the cracks. Take Chris Atwood. He first became addicted at the age of 15. After struggling with addiction for six years, he lost his life to an overdose. After that happened, his family started the Chris Atwood Foundation, which works to make naloxone available to more people. A month before the overdose that killed him, Chris Atwood was in the hospital for another overdose, where he was revived with naloxone. His sister, Jenny Lovett, said that was a missed opportunity. She said if he'd been sent home with naloxone that time, then when a month later she came home and found him not breathing, she would have had it to use on him. And Nick Yacoub, who says he's in long-term recovery from substance abuse disorder nine years clean, said there's still more to do. He said coordination is great, but we need to address the stigma around addiction. He also brought up a policy at a police department in North Carolina where people can bring in their drugs and paraphernalia without fear of being arrested. Instead, they're referred to treatment.
Congresswoman Comstock said she'd seen a bipartisan sea change on this as lawmakers move away from sending people with substance abuse disorder to jail and more toward getting them treatment. And Nick Yacoub said the meeting is a step toward positive change. You know, I'm honored just simply to come in as a, as a peer recovery specialist and a recovery advocate. I mean, I'm just an average guy in reality. I mean, yes, I have my own qualifications, but I'm just an everyday person who's in recovery. That, to me, speaks volumes to be invited to the table to, to talk about what my personal community is dealing with. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including some more of what was said at that meeting. It's all at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. In other news, the season for our heroes on the Lower Loudon Little League's junior team ended just short of an appearance in the Southeast Regional Championship game, and only two games short of playing in the Little League World Series. Playing in an elimination tournament in Fort Myers, Florida, they beat the state champions from Tennessee but fell to North Carolina. They stayed alive by squeaking out a win over Georgia, then absolutely trouncing Tennessee again 12-2, but finally falling to Florida. If they'd won that game, they would have faced North Carolina again for a chance to play in the Little League World Series. This was a historic year for the team. For the first time in a quarter century, a junior Lower Loudoun team took the state championship, going undefeated, in fact, in that championship. Congratulations, guys. Loudoun School Plays are taking home a slew of awards at the 2017 National Youth Arts Competition this week. Drama departments at five Loudoun schools were chosen from among more than 550 productions, including shows from 16 states. I do want to share the list and name everyone who got an award so these people can get their recognition, but as usual with Loudon students, there are a ton of awards. On the first take, I actually tried to read all these awards, and it ended up being longer than the rest of the podcast, and I already got a complaint for yesterday's podcast being so long, so let me just tell you this. Rockridge High School's production of Ghost the Musical won three awards, and Rockridge's production of Tarzan took home nine awards. Loudoun County High School's production of Bye Bye Birdie won five awards, and Woodgrove High School's production of Beauty and the Beast won another five awards. That's just the high schools. Two middle school plays are also taking home awards in the junior division. Blue Ridge Middle School's production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat won seven awards, and last but not least, Smarts Mill Middle School's production of The Addams Family won nine awards. They also win my award for I love every play that they chose this year. The winners will get their awards at a ceremony Sunday at Riverside High School. I have to think it's going to be kind of a long ceremony, but probably pretty entertaining. And of course, you can and should find the full list of winners on our website. The word outstanding features prominently. And the Leesburg Town Council has taken to grilling the members of its own Economic Development Commission. On Monday, Commission Chair Sharon Babin gave the town council an update on her panel's work and faced an hour of questioning on that work. Council members questioned the committee's vote to make comments on changes to the town's historic districts that were recommended by a different town panel, criticized the lack of use of a facilitator hired to aid the committee for about 25000 bucks, and complained that the group was spending too much time on zoning issues. <laughs> 
Ms. Babin refuted those criticisms, saying that council members didn't understand the commission's work plan. They have until October to make recommendations to the council, which could be used to update the economic development section of the town plan. So far, the group has been meeting weekly to hear from representatives from specific industries and other localities. Ms. Babin said the fact-finding phase would continue for another month, then the panel will begin fleshing out recommendations. As to the moderator, she said she's trying to keep the meetings moving efficiently to try to reserve the limited time in that contract for the policy development stage. Anyway, get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, Carrie McCool will be playing live at the Plaza at 1 Loudon today from 6 to 8 p.m. It's free to get in and hear some live acoustic music on the guitar and harmonica. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. Yeah.